You're listening to Not Another Origin Story, the kind of movie podcast. I'm your host, Pokes, and as always, I'm joined by my co-host, Ben Chapman. Uh, that is confirmed. I can confirm that. PolitiFact has confirmed it. I am here, I am present, and I'm pissed at Pogues for being part of making me watch uh, this. In my defense, you picked this movie. <laughs> I picked this. I picked this fucking... I, I, and I, I use the word movie Jonah Hex air myself. quotes you can't see because it's a podcast because it's not long enough to actually be yeah. a movie. Yeah, I think it's... What did, what did that review say? Like, 82 minutes if you count yeah, the credits? Yeah, I could not believe when I was watching it. I was like, boy, they just captured Jonah Hex. This thing's going to wrap up. And I looked at how much time was left. And I was like, oh, in four and a half minutes. Because the credits oh. are going to be like eight minutes long. <laughs> well, if I am required by law, which this podcast is, it's a it's a it's an alternative to a prison sentence. If I'm required to do this podcast and do this movie, I have to have... One of my good friends and funniest friends with me. Uh, but in lieu of that, I can find my next best option. Christopher Arneson, it's good to have you here. Man, I would have taken prison over doing this. <laughs> I should have taken the jail sentence. You should have taken it. But I've got it. this ankle monitor that oh. requires that I watch a comic book movie every in, week. In like uh, retro no. Like yeah. Virus, yeah. Catwoman, uh, Barbed Wire, <laughs> this. I feel like prison may have been your better option. Yeah. yeah, I mean this 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 technically violates cruel and unusual punishment. Or so. unless it's a prison that makes you watch comic book movies. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> That'd be bad too. DC prison. Yeah. Oh it's, yeah. It's, it's Suicide Squad. <laughs> it's suicide. Except it's for you just, don't get it's the just benefit a, of possibly being killed. It's just character uh, introduction uh, forever. <laughs> yeah. Like it's every cell. So once they get to you, you get like two minutes, and then after that, you just have to watch everyone else get introduced. Just like Jonah Hex, you meet your cellmate, and there are. two two monologuing intros one of them is animated mysteriously oh, yeah, this movie oh, is boy. all over the Got place. a lot going on so if you're bewildered by the name alone uh what we're referring to is the hit also air quotes uh 2010 the... film starring a confusing hit good cast pilot for a tv show they turned into a movie by adding 10 minutes Oh, man. I feel uh, like this would have been like a Hulu original when Hulu sucked. Yeah, 2010, uh, 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 DC Comics, Jonah Hex. Iron Man and Iron Man 2 have come out. Let that sink in. I, yeah, that's I, the insane part. This is, yeah, this is a DC movie. This, this is But this is, like, this is so, like after comic book movies have started to become a thing. Captain America and Thor are almost out. They're like on their way out, and then Avengers is coming. Yeah. And this is what DC was like. We need to start bringing our characters movies, to the silver screen. We've covered movies like that one Swamp Thing and whatnot that that were built before either DC or Marvel knew what they were doing. Like yeah. It was just chaos. They were mm-hmm. just like licensing these properties to any weirdo that had a decent idea for a script. This is well after that. This is in the realm where they should have known. This better. is in the realm where they were like, I think this is like this. Like they were sitting there being like, we got to catch up to marvel like we got to get some movies out who do we want to do how about jonah hex the question mark character like i mean like i read comics and even i have a tenuous grasp on who jonah hex is like i understand he's from the west he has a scar on a face he's a bounty hunter that's all i know about him he doesn't he doesn't have like uh any like anything comprehensive enough to fill a trade yeah like a single yeah he has like a few like go buy stories but he's literally like a holdover from the old days of comics where there was tons of cowboys. He's like a two-parter episode in the Justice League cartoon, I think, where they like go back in time or something. 
Yeah, he just reminds me of like that one guy from the, the major character from Preacher. Like it's just like sort of a revenge oh, yeah. cowboy. I'm like, okay. Yeah, the uh oh, what the heck's that guy's name? I forget. I'm um, I'm bad at comics, so I shouldn't have a podcast. Uh but <laughs> bad bad at comics, good at podcasts. Question mark. <laughs> but but what happens when you combine fucking impossibly Josh Brolin, John Malkovich, Megan Fox, Michael Fassbender, Will Arnett, uh Michael Shannon and uh 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 oh, what is his name? Um, I'm forgetting it. Who, uh, well, the guy well, from John Wick. Yeah, the guy from John Wick. Oh, the Wire. The guy's uh, name is too. Uh, 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 Lance Reddick. When you combine all of those talents, and you get you get a a Hollywood famous score composer. You get Mastodon to do the soundtrack. Yeah, which which and then in retrospect, in watching this film, not a good choice. Yeah, good soundtrack. Yeah, it would have been great for a movie not set during the Civil War. Like, it's so weird. Like, it's like this period movie, but in the background, it's just like heavy metal guitar. It's like, why did you guys think this was the matching to go with this film? Only during the fight scenes, and who knows? I mean, they probably paid for it, or maybe, I don't know, they work for (laughs) Warner Brothers uh, is their label, so maybe they were just like, well... Yeah, they were like, you have to release one more album for your contract, and they're like, how about we do a soundtrack for whatever movie you're currently filming? They're like, we we have a TV show we're filming. We'll turn it into a movie, though. Movie money is is good Coke money, so that's what Mastodon (laughs) was thinking when they made it, so... that's not cut with anything. That's pure Colombian. I'm just picturing someone bursting into a boardroom and be like, Sir, Journal Hex was a disaster. How much good Coke money do we lose? Oh, <laughs> no. He just jumps out a window. I, I feel like in Chris's <laughs> version of this story, they didn't pay Mastodon. Like They just were like, we'd like for you to record a soundtrack. And they just opened like, a briefcase and it was just blocks of cocaine. Yes. I would have taken it. <laughs> I also would have 100% taken, taken that. Just so, have a suitcase full of cocaine. You get all these actors and musical talents. You put them together with the scriptwriters, Devil Dean and Taylor, who, while maybe not famous, are certainly notable for their uh, somewhat surprising film techniques and Crank 1 and Crank 2. But also for Ghost and Rider. And Ghost Rider 1 and Ghost Rider. Oh, wait, no, <laughs> just, 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 just Ghost, Ghost Rider 2. Yeah, just yeah, Ghost yeah. Rider 2. Oh, I wanted to like that movie and, so much. And, and who do you put the helm of this thing? Oh, just the man who made Horton Hears a This who. is something I told Chris. <laughs> well, uh, I, I, yeah. Before this, I was looking up uh, like facts to see if there was anything good. And just recently, Josh, well, not recently, last year, uh, Josh Brolin was on The Nerdist, and they asked him about this movie. And he was like, it's it's like one of the worst movies I've ever been in. He said, filming it was not fun. He said, basically, Neville fun. Dean and Taylor wrote a script for the movie. And they were going to direct it. And the movie was sort of in the the Neville Dean and Taylor wheelhouse. Josh Brolin came right. on. And the studio came in. And they were like, you can't do your movie with this cast. And so they were like, well, we, we're not going to direct it then. Like, we're not going to let you redo <laughs> the script. And then we're going to direct it. That makes no sense. So they dropped out. Oh my God. They rewrote the script, but did not remove Neville Dean and Taylor's name as the scriptwriters, which they did not write the script. It was extensively rewritten. They brought in a new director, filmed the movie. Wow. The studio didn't like it, and reshot sixty-six pages of script in twelve days, which is like an, an wow. insane amount of script to reshoot. That must be Jesus. where you can tell how much worse his makeup yes, is. Yes, it is. Like, at the end of the ah. film, I was like, I don't remember it looking this bad. It looks like somebody just taped, like, a cutlet to his face. 
You, it, it like either glistened or it didn't glisten, and when it did not glisten, it looked bad. And it let me tell you, watching bad. this movie with Chris Arneson on Glisten Watch is oh, the yeah. best. He does have the I best Glisten Dar <laughs> in the business. He can tell you when I... there's been reshoots for prosthetics. But DC calls me and they go, "How much Glisten did you see in this?" And I'm like, "No, I am, I am adding the Glisten Watch feature to future episodes." I'm <laughs> actually you should have Chris watch <laughs> Justice League with us then, so he can tell us when the digital mustache <laughs> removal is in place and when it is not. Why do you think the mustache is gone? They called me and I said, "No, I don't see any Glisten here. I see a bunch of fur under Henry Cavill's nose." Or Cavill? Cavill? I, think, I, I don't know. know. Um. Kal-El. Kal-El. Uh, I need more Cowbell. <laughs> Face. Well done, Ben. That's... I need more. <laughs> uh, oh, boy. That joke boy. must have been done before, like, a hundred times on Twitter. But here I am. Hey, again. I've never um, heard it, so it's original to me. Yeah. Uh, I haven't read it either. So uh, I just want to oh get right into it with my first note, Pogues, which is just... Oh shit, Confederate soldier? <laughs> yeah, that's a dicey prop in 2010. I uh, uh, feel like somebody should have, have maybe you rewritten that. And then like, oh, what's crazy? Maybe that was the rewrite. But what's, cra- what's crazy though is is like they set up that it's like he turned in his Confederate uh, general and you're like, oh, because he realized they were fighting for slavery and was like, oh, holy shit, man, I thought we were just fighting for state laws. And he dropped out. No, it's because they burned down a hospital. Yeah. He, the slave thing he, he was fighting with. Although... They yeah. literally put a line in for, yeah. from the from yeah, the black man to be like, you don't, you did, you were, you didn't want slavery, right? Let me just what throw that said, in yeah. so that everybody in the I audience wanna knows. I want to be clear. His answer wasn't no. Well, he said he says like, it like he he's telling him, like he's like you weren't for slavery. I don't care what you say. You're not because otherwise I can't sell to you, man. That's fucked up. Yeah, it is. I know we're out of sequence here, but it is super fucking weird. That they drop the Confederate thing in, they never talk about it for the entire movie, even though that is his costume yeah. from start to finish. Yeah, also a nonsense. And then, yeah, about s- somewhere around Act 3, he or Act 2, he meets the Smith, who is this character that appears pointlessly to give him uh, dynamite crossbows. Which he uses and for four seconds and then just, th- just drops. Which he uses for four so seconds and appearance. But he meets this guy, and yeah, in their conversation, he's like, "What do you? Why do you hate the union so much? You know, slavery was like not good. You didn't. You're not for slavery." And his response is like, "Both sides are the same. Wasn't about that." He basically oh pitches God. the argument, like the movie pitches the argument that the Civil War wasn't about slavery. I'm like, "Yeah, what? I think yeah, I think what they were trying to do is supposed to be like he was like, I didn't want. I I was with the South because the South was like less government." But it's like nobody knows that's what the, like nobody knows that was part of the Civil War. Yeah, like, like as yeah, far as anybody knows, the Civil War is just about slavery, and we should keep it that way. No, he's. It's like they they like rewrote the script off of memes they found on a libertarian Facebook yeah. page. Yeah. That's like that's like what's his character? Oh, he's this. Like he's like I want small. As long as they don't mess with me, then I get mine. Then I'm fine with everything else. Take those rights away. I don't give a crap. That is an absurd. Like 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 literally. <laughs> Every level of the American military and the American government concede the fact that the Civil War, the Southern part of the Civil War, was a was predominantly yeah, about like slavery. a huge yeah. portion of it was about slavery. And, and the easiest way to tell that is because every state that that seceded from the Union provided their own Articles of Confederacy, in which guess what was number one in about about seventy five percent of them. It was clear as damn day, and it's only wacko like right wing nut jobs that argue differently. And here it is in the movie with the only guy, black guy speaking for more than 12 seconds. And that is the dialogue. Here's the with. thing that I thought Actually. was insane. 
What? We get the idea that... He might be the only African-American in the whole movie. I want to be clear here that we covered Black Panther two episodes ago. This feels so far and away. But wait, here's what's crazy. Uh, All you have to do in this movie... All you have to do (laughs) is... Oh, why'd he turn on Turnbull? Oh, because he was going to... They went to a plantation. They were just going to kill all the slaves. And he was like, that's fucked up, man. I'm not just going to let you murder these people because you don't like them because they're black. Then you're like, oh, all right, cool. Yeah. This guy's against racism. I'm I'm for him. Sure, he fought on the wrong yeah, side was... of a war. But when yeah. it came down to the nitty gritty, it's literally like they wanted him to burn down a hospital. It's like, couldn't you just have made it been about slavery so I like this guy more? Nope. I mean, I like that he didn't want a hospital well, to burn down, but I would have liked it more if he didn't fight for the South. I, I mean, I, I I also don't really know what, what was happening in this entire movie. It's it, true. It was, it was kind of hard uh, when there was a scene with Megan Fox doing her southern accent. I we we have <laughs> got to do like and Jonah Hex and uh, Brolin, yeah, Brolin like doing his face mask thing. Too I could much. not understand them at all, and I'm pretty sure if you turned on um, if you turned on the subtitles, it would just be like unintelligible. Yeah. Like that was all. It's all I would say. Like, I could not understand them. We had to like rewind it like three times a couple it's, times. It's rare that, that you hear the end, which is, like, a southern accent that makes you feel bad for people from the South. Like, it felt racist to the South. Her accent, I don't even know how to describe it, because it sounds like she's doing a little kid voice. Like, it doesn't sound like she's trying to sound like she's from the South. It sounds like she's like, I I don't know what's going on. It's like, that's not the way people from the South sound. Oh, she's like, she's like a sexy Yeah, it's really gross. And I'm like, the Southern accent is like the easiest accent to do. Oh, yeah. I mean, you could do the wrong, like, region, southern region, but you could at least get southern Even, accent Even, like, the in there. offensive version would have been better. Like, the really over-the-top southern accent? Like, like just do a Yosemite Sam or something. Like, give me something. Oh, man. I, somebody I, somebody redo this whole movie and just put, uh, just do a Yosemite <laughs> Sam impersonation with all her. Yeah, yeah, just her saying, like, rassin, I'm, frassin, I'm, no good, dirty, rotten. Her no, I, I need foghorn leg. That, horn. yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I say I am a hooker. <laughs> I say, I say, I say, I say, I say um, get out of this, he- get out of my brothel. But uh, the, the best summation of this we discovered during watching this movie is at one point, I don't know what the dialogue is, but they both say the, t- the word layman, as in like layman terms, <laughs> like right after each other, and it is distinctly different. Or is it because, common? Yeah, Brolin's like, you know, you know, I, you know, I can explain it to the layman, and, and it's like, yeah, that works. And then, then Megan Fox falls, and the way she says it is like sounds like salmon. She's like, <laughs> I, I don't even remember this scene. Like, so the, the way the way you speak to this to the lemon, like you're just like, did you say yeah. lemon? <laughs> the, the way you speak to the Dalai Lama. I think they were talking. I think they were talking about because he killed those sheriffs in the beginning of the movie. Oh, they tried, right. they tried no, to kill no, him. It's lemon. That's how hard like, it is to understand them, though. This movie does not use yeah. that. Like, you're right. I had, I had it written down wrong, but it was no. It was I mean, like, that's how hard it is to understand them, though. Like, yeah. You totally yes. just missed. Like, you were like, oh, yeah, they said layman. I totally got it. This is like salmon terms. Times. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's salmon terms. <laughs> and in lawman terms. Uh... <laughs> okay. Well,. Folks, just to kind of get us back on track, uh, I'll just, I'll just, I'll just, I'll just start you with this phrase, which I know will put us all in the right frame of mind: minigun horse. Yes, yes. that is in my note. I put seriously, Gatling gun horse. Oh. No, not seriously. It's just, it's just exclamation point, exclamation point, exclamation point, exclamation point. Gatling gun. Horse. And, and then what's Are insane you, is that he me? uses it to ambush what is essentially just four fat guys on a porch, and then appears to shoot two to yeah. three clerks inside that building, which he then blows up. I could not figure out yeah, that scene at all. He pulls up 
every building he's he, in. <laughs> every building he goes into, he burns it down pretty much. Yeah. But but Chris, you named the horse, right? Cinnamon. Cinnamon. Yeah. Yeah. So cinnamon. Uh, the horse is apparently a horse. horse. They say it later in the film <laughs> in a great piece of dialogue. I couldn't understand that dialogue. But uh, clearly he's, he's acquired these, like, I guess, one-use miniguns, which he never uses. Yeah, he again. buys weapons yeah. from the smith and then assumes that they, he must have to pay, like, a lease each time he uses them. And just, <laughs> like, he yep. no longer has the Gatling guns for the rest of the movie. I'm like, what did you do with them? They're giant. Like, why didn't you keep I- them? I think they're back in the wall when they go there, and they yeah. show it like in his like backward. Also, like everything, all the guns being held up in there are being held up by like rubberized like things you can go and buy at Home Depot like right now. Yeah, like, yeah. And drill into your wall, and I was just like, many guns aren't heavy. It threw me off. No, but it was like it wasn't. Like, <laughs> yeah, it wasn't like a wooden these, plank. These rubber yeah. hooks. Oh yeah. Yeah, they were like they weren't like on. Wood. They're like tied they up. Like, they were just they like, like stuck uh, on uh, a fucking cork board, you guys. They're they're on an IKEA like Yarman shelf. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Stuffed in those, uh, in those, uh, those ones you put vinyl in. <laughs> yeah, he just opens up. Where's the scene of Jonah Hex can, uh, can helping him construct all those uh, IKEA shelves? Because that's what I want to yeah, see. In the bonus feature. Uh, although I think multiple times in this movie, Chris, Chris and I were like, "Can we follow that guy?" Yeah. Specifically, like when when they when we got to the sequence where Jonah ambushes a guy who I still to this day don't know who he was after. Who's watching like a like a cage fight kind yeah, of deal? I, yeah, that cage fight scene, I was gonna look it up, but I didn't care enough. If if that snake guy is not from the comics, <laughs> what the ever living fuck was that Post, scene? Hold, hold on, I want to make sure the audience heard you correctly. Could you repeat that phrase? Was that snake guy from the comics? <laughs> because there's a man who's a snake. <laughs> I just want to be clear that Pokes didn't say lawman. I know his southern accent might throw you up. Yeah. But he says snake man. I could God. not and he's figure not- this scene out. For the, They go to what is like this gigantic indoor fighting ring. And there's like a strong man. And then like his 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 okay. enemy, yeah. the living snake it man. Was- and a guy comes out who appears to have scales on his head and fangs. And then they just pour whiskey on him. Thank God Batista later didn't start spits- acting because they would have gotten him for that big guy for sure. And he spits he spits acid. Like- I think it's just whiskey. Yeah, no. I question. Mo- I, oh, I no, could not tell. I, it's been no, a choreography. It burns the ground. It burns the ground. It burns the ground. The glisten, though, Ben. The glisten. There was some glisten. There was. Sure. He, he was a glisten. This guy never Hi, appears welcome, again. Welcome to glisten watch. Hi. <laughs> it was. No, they burn him down. Also, but here's a tip when you're filming a movie. Don't put every fucking actor in a goddamn duster because when you throw them, you can't tell which part. I thought at first that was Jonah Hex who fell into the ring because they're just wear- they're every wearing they're wearing gray dusters, so they all look identical. All white men look identical. It's true. That's why there was so much violence. <laughs> You've always West. said that. I have always <laughs> said that. Um, but but in that scene, yeah, like you would think that that would have like you would have like a cut or two of this fight because this fight doesn't matter no we're here for Jonah Hex and this confrontation with a guy again who I don't remember <laughs> or or know what his position was but but we focus about i would say about 80% of this scene on the fight like we 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 sit with the fight almost the entire time there are dialogue free sequences where we just watch a fight between apparently a superhuman stranger and a big strong guy and then at some point, yeah, like Jonah's target is thrown into the ring, and the Snake Man just appears to 
try to eat him or after something. like parkouring like, this... off a wall like doing like the like you know like when a motorcycle drives around in a circle in like a steel cage yeah, at the yeah. zoo like this guy runs across it j- i was like what the fuck is that and then they just leave but if, and that's it. if you were at like a wwe match and like a person fell in the ring the wrestlers wouldn't go over and start wrestling the guy well, like, i think they would, would stop the match they were a snake <laughs> man this weekend ben <laughs> Ooh. You gotta, you gotta come check it out. Give me, give me a Snake Man promo. <laughs> hey, brother, it's me, the Snake Guy. No, I'm gonna get into that ring and I'm gonna slippery slide all over. Oh yeah, you. he's hard to hold on to. Huh? I'm gonna Mercurio. I'm gonna jump on you. I'm gonna spit my glistening acid on you, and I'm gonna give you the one, two, three, unhinge my jaw, and then eat <laughs> your brother. <laughs> Yeah, I had the Snake Man action figure back in the day. It was oh, great. yeah. I mean, there technically was one. Cameo. Jake I mean, the eight Snake years Roberts. ago, because this movie came out eight years ago. You, this movie feels like it I'm came out at least in the 90s. But I want to be clear that this, this is a side character in a sequence who has more special abilities than Jonah Hex does. Jonah Hex has oh, yeah. so few abilities in the comics, they just give him new ones in this movie. Like, he can talk to the dead. He can... Not in the comics. Yeah. But what's place. great is, they have to explain how the talking to the dead works. So he brings the guy back from the oh dead and then gives him three minutes of exposition. <laughs> oh, my God. He's like, why does so it hurt so bad? Well, much. let me tell you why it hurts. Does he do that every time to the first time? Like, <laughs> why does this hurt so bad? Well, my well, son and daughter, my, my son but, and wife were killed but in front then, of my eye. I'm like, Sir, please, I'm burning. When he brings, when he brings Jeb back, he's like, oops, I've been out of the ground too long. I'm like, why does this guy know the rules? But the first guy didn't know jack shit. And he also appears to be dead for like, hours, and the hell dogs are just now getting to him. What's he been doing while he's been dead? They made it, they made it, they made it seem like the other guy had been, he dug him up a couple Like he times. visited him before? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think that was the bit. Because he kept, like, uh, fighting him. I guess. Like, for whatever reason. I don't know. Like, it made, it was also impossible. He also doesn't use that power often or well enough. Like, he uses it that one time to yeah. get a lead, and then he uses it for a pointless exposition sequence with his dead friend, and then he uses it to extra kill Michael Fassbender. Ooh, I, I mean, that's it. Can we talk about Michael Fassbender for a minute? You mean the Irish Riddler? I, yeah. <laughs> I mean, one, he, he looks like the guy who played him in the old TV show. But it is, like, absurd. Yeah. He's, like, over the top, has this weird, like, um, I don't know, like, Caribbean face tattoo? As if, like, he well, used to travel on a pirate boat? Like, it's just the most confusing yeah. character. He does a not-great Irish accent. Yeah, he's got a real, like, uh, is it Queequeg? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah, he's got a real yeah. Queequeg thing going on. Um, but but let's, this is just reminding me real quick. Let's run down the superheroes and villains that are actually in this movie from the various universes. Because you've got Thanos. Yep, Thanos and Cable. And Cable. Yeah. As, as the main guy. Rowan. You've Rowan. got Michael Fassbender, Magneto. Magneto. You've got Will Arnett, Lego Batman. Yep, yep. <laughs> and also Maybe him and uh, Megan Fox are in the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movie. Yeah, Megan right. Fox. Uh, J- and she's in Transformers. That's a, that's a comic. John Malkovich is in Red, which we previously True. Covered. I forgot uh, about yeah, Red. It's a good movie. Uh, Wes Bentley is the sideburns, like, like aristocrat that is pointlessly in this movie and then murdered. Uh, he is the villain in uh, in the second Ghost Rider movie. Mm. Uh, oh, I do not remember him yep, at all. Yep, yep, you've got uh, uh, You've got De- Jeffrey Dean Morgan, who, by the way, is uncredited in this well, movie. What do you think that I means? think he was just like, I'm good. They're like, you sure you want me to put it on? He's like, yeah, it wasn't even long <laughs> enough to be a film, nah, so nah. don't put it on. And he's, of course, plays Negan in The Walking and Dead. And was the comedian so, in... Uh, oh, oh, right, 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 right,
Michael Shannon's apparently in here somewhere. And oh right, oh right. What was Michael Shannon? Wasn't he Zod? I thought he was. No, I think that's oh. is that somebody else? No. Shit. Now I'm gonna, I'm gonna forget. I'm gonna go look. I gotta double check. It just vamp for a but little the, bit. The, the insanity of of the the comic book world that they managed to to wrangle into this fucking movie, and then just, just yeah, just ruthlessly waste. Okay, yeah, you're right. Yeah. I thought so. Uh, yeah, so fucking Michael Shannon, just all this, like, heavy hitters. It is, like, it is, like, the only real weak link is Megan Fox, but it's, like, this is, like, a series of good, good to decent actors. I mean, John Malkovich is all over the place. Uh, you know, sometimes he's good, sometimes you're just like, well, this is a travesty. But at least everyone's accent is consistent, with the the exception of Megan Fox. Well, Malkovich is doing his, like, Russian accent from, uh, Rounders, where it's, like, it comes and goes as he pleases. Yeah. But but Fassbender's Irish accent is on point, even if yeah, it's even though, even if he is the up. fucking Lucky Charms uh, leprechaun, <laughs> yeah. but he is like the oh, one person who is like go fuck yourself. Yeah, he oh is God. like giving oh. it his all though. He is like you can tell in every scene like he's into it, and I feel so bad for him. He's the only one I think that actually is into it. Cause I, I think even I mean if, if Megan Fox's bad accent can be explained it's probably that she fucking hated working on this film. Yeah, she's not going to devote 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 yeah. any more extra time or to this movie. Or how many how many of those scenes were scenes that she had to reshoot? It was like, really? I have to reshoot this girl. Yeah, I, I mean like again? her character is I, I read a thing that said that she originally turned it down because the original Neville Dean and Taylor script uh, she was like a big character who was like just a damsel in distress and sort of, you know, they're not known well, for their super Strong female I've characters, shared, I don't believe. I've yeah. shared some positive reviews of Neville Dean and Taylor in this episode so far, but I will concede that their female characters leave a lot to be desired, yeah. considering yeah. in both Crank movies, like Amy, Ad- or, or what's her name, is Amy Smart? Yeah, is Amy right? Smart. Uh, yeah. Uh, her one role is just to, just to be, I guess, fucked in two different ways in two different But movies. you do like, have that's to like love her role. Uh, whatever that, <laughs> uh, what is that, gross. what is that lady, the Asian lady from the second one? Oh right, yeah, that's a real pleasant role. No, um, she <laughs> she wrote all of her own dialogue. She oh, just she? came in and refused to read what they wrote, and so they just let her say whatever she wanted. That's incredible! That's Holy crap! Cool. Um, all, all yeah, but but all this put together, pokes. Give me um, give me your best estimate at the plot of this movie. All right, here is the estimate of the plot. <laughs> And I'm going to ask Chris here in a minute, okay, too. Yeah, ask me that. Uh, here's the first part that get gets my car me. Estimate. Jonah Hex is in the Civil War. He leaves his platoon and turns in uh, Turnbull, who is John Malkovich's character. John Malkovich kills, uh, what's his name's wife and daughter, and then just lets this guy go, as if he's not going to try to find you and kill you. I, I didn't understand that at all. Like, you definitely yeah, don't let that dude go. They try to kill him, too. Yeah, I'm like, definitely <laughs> just kill that dude, because he's going to try to kill you. The plot is... Turnbull has found a doomsday device built by Eli Whitney, the man who created the cotton gin, that creates some sort of nuclear explosion based on a ball that holds, I can only assume, the breath of a dragon, and they're going to use it to blow up the Capitol on the 4th of July? Okay, pretty good. Chris, what do you think this movie was about? Do you think this was a weird Dragon Ball crossover? I wish it was. Because I want to be clear here that these... They do definitely these, look these, like Dragon Balls now. These trigger balls are Dragon Balls. They 100% balls. do, yeah. They are unlabeled Dragon Balls. I haven't seen the Dragon Ball movie. Maybe you should actually watch that, because it is based off of manga, so... Um, 
But I bet it, they look. Those look better than the ones in that movie. I, if they are even in them, I don't know. Um, oh my god. Uh, I feel like Pogue's got it all. Which makes like, it I, sound right. like I was watching a different movie. If you were to be like, "Hey, what was this? What, what's no, this? Totally. What's this western with a set during like right after the Civil War about?" And you're like, "Oh, well, a doomsday Gatling cannon <laughs> that fires cannonballs <laughs> that explode when another cannonball gets near them." If they reshot so much of the movie, then why does it feel like they reutilize so much of the same stuff over and over again? Also, like it had like weird Instagram filters surrounding the movie. I, I, I think they were trying to do like a comic book thing in the beginning, and then there was that like thing where he re- he remembers the first time that he fights him and or yeah. he, uh, that, that that Hex fights and supposedly killed. Um, cornball. <laughs> I thought I forget his name. Turnball, he is now officially Cornball. <laughs> yeah. Cornball. Um, yeah, the the scenes where they're like all really confusing. There's so much, uh, there's so much like time jumping throughout this movie, and it it's so hard to keep track of, um, and it's also just really dull. So it's like you barely, you don't even want to watch it as a viewer. The, like it's 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 like a fan movie. It's like a fan made film. It's just trash. It's not good. You know what I just realized the plot it's, of this movie is? It's Wild Wild West what? without the giant spider. I was going to say no. that. <laughs> Replace giant it's spiders. Like, I was like, it's about a crazy southern general who has built a device that he's going to use to kill the president. Oh, no. It is straight On up Wild Wild West with, you know, just way more racist. <laughs> yeah, it, 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 it is. It, if you needed a picture of what this movie was, that's it. I mean, like, the president's like, uh-oh, there's an evil There's an evil former southern the- general. With a super-powered steam-based weapon of destruction that's impossible. And he's got to be dealt with by you, the only person who can do it. It's the, it's, it's the most rigid, like, by-the-book sort of, like, plotline. It's basically, are you a bad enough dude to s- save the president? <laughs> by any yes. saving grace, though, they, they give you... They just don't make it long. They make it so quick. It's like it's in and out. It's over. It's, it's so quick, so but yet so long in a way. Like I, I Feels... could not believe. I was like, this thing has to be over. Because so I was watching it last night. I was like, I just want to go to bed. It has to have been an hour by now. And I opened up the thing, and it had been like thirty-two minutes. And I was like, ah, fuck it. I'll just watch the rest oh, of it tomorrow. Fuck it. it just, it just because it like recycles itself. Like if they shot sixty percent more footage or new footage, how were they? How how do they use the same footage for like? For these memory scenes and stuff, it's and, just it's, and like what's also ugh. crazy is there's a part where he goes back to the Crow Indians who resurrect him after he's been shot in the chest. Oh my! God. And there's a yeah. scene where really? a full size crow comes out of his mouth. Then it's just him on a horse <laughs> with like this fucking yeah. guitar riff going. They don't explain any of what just happened. I'm like, this movie's 58 yeah. minutes also, long. Pose, Maybe just explain to they, me what the Indians are doing. I like, give them no, something. They, they, they rub a bunch of dirt into his wounds, and he has old memories. But also, and it saves his life. Uh, you're welcome. Yeah, he, he doesn't even thank yeah. him. He just rides off on his horse yeah. after a crow burst out it's of like his mouth. It's like a crow burst out of his mouth, and he's on that horse and gone. You're just like, wow. Just yeah. If only the scene held there a minute longer, and like one of the guys is turning the other guy goes, "Did you see a fucking crow?" <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, Holy shit, man! I never knew our, our tribe's name was so literal. I mean, considering I mean, we, we got were just putting eight some minutes of, we were just putting some dirt in his. Yeah, I was <laughs> trying to kill him. We gave. We gave him some tea. Yeah, we were, <laughs> just, we were just rubbing him, rubbing him dry, and then. But I love that the Native Americans in this movie both appear to grab Jonah Hex as he's after he's shot in like the weird animated intro, give him the power to speak to the dead, 
then just ba- drop him off somewhere. Yeah, back right. at his house. They're just like, there you go, white man. We've had good relationships yeah. with your people, so we gave you superpowers. <laughs> oh yeah, and then like you you think throughout the whole movie that his weird or like half the movie you think his bad scar uh, with the weird uh, skin tag from yeah. lip to lip is uh, is what the the um, the mark was left. You th- like, oh, that's that's the mark, I guess. Like, I thought it would be actually more of a branding thing. And then like later, I think during the fever dream. Like, they show him, like, looking in a river, and he's, like, looking at the scar, and he's just like, I'm mad. I don't want the scar on my face. So he just, like, carves it off with a hot knife. Yeah, he just burns uh, his face and... with the flat end of an axe. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's so was. weird. So it's like, well, you look way worse than Yeah, right? like, just have some other guys' initials on your face. Yeah. Pretend that's your name. your family. Be metal as yeah, fuck. Yeah, my name is... My name is Cornball. <laughs> yeah, that's all it is. It's just a cornball. ball made of corn on his face. I just felt like the the Native Americans in this movie really got the shaft. Like, because I don't even know if they actually ever show them as people. They're just cartoons and hands. I don't know if they ever yeah, actually show Native Americans' face. And then it, I don't know if they have like it. you said, it is they're only they're only seen as just hover over Josh Brolin and go in like blurred out images. You just like do like just just do do what in the script must have been written as just generic Indian like moaning, like just like every other fucking minorities get a much unlike. The Wild Wild West movie and minorities get a r- the real shaft. Of <laughs> it this. feels so, like this though is a great you. representation of uh, the white man's uh, interactions with Native Americans. They save him from death and he just rides away. <laughs> doesn't even doesn't doesn't give a handshake, uh, a thanks, want, a polite want, nod. Just <laughs> you save my life, gotta go. I want to show this movie to like all those people that are like, look at all the things that white people have built, and it's like, yeah, but look at this movie we made. Like, we're not really that great. We're all like, fuck, yeah, yeah you're right. Oh, we've my made God. some I'm mistakes. Like, oh. I'll give you that. Yeah, we yeah, can take I mean, down the entire clan with this. We argument. do have some incredible literature, but then we did do Jonah Hex. <laughs> <laughs> you got me, Chris. Uh, so, so Pogues, I have a quick question for you. At some point, uh, right after I think the Indian sequence, Jonah Hex is like on the ground. I can't remember why he's been knocked down, but. His belt buckle is clearly seen, and it has the letters CS. What, um... That's when his gun horse drops him off for the, for the Indians. That's right. Him, so. That's right. What do you think... I mean, his name's Jonah Hex. Right? Mm-hmm. Like, doesn't, mm-hmm. That's not like a moniker. I think that's his, his actual given name, yeah. I'm going to say. Mm-hmm. I think, is, CS, is CS stand for, like, Confederate soldier? <laughs> oh, my God. Maybe it does. I wonder if that's, like, a real thing. <laughs> did, like, did, they, did Confederates label their belts... Because that's just like someone was making the costume where it's like, boy, I don't know what to put on here. Um, or someone was like, I don't want to put an actual, like, I, uh, uh, you know, uh, uh, Confederate, like, flag on here. Let's just, let's, let's just initial it. <laughs> no one will pick ben, this Maybe I, it's I, Confederate I have, States? I have horrible news. Oh. It's got to be Confederate yeah, States. Yeah, that is actually a Confederate belt buckle. Yeah. It says okay. yes, and I think it does stand for Confederate okay. States. I had I had to be sure because I was like super confused when I saw that. Uh, but I was gonna say uh, you always say that because this movie's so short anyway. Oh, yeah. So obviously there wasn't thirty minutes of uh, like exposition to like figure out how he became Jonah Hex. They do it in the opening of the movie before the credits hit. The opening credits hit. Um, and yes, yeah, so I that's pretty quick uh, turnaround from like open to mask. You oh, know? you're totally so, right. Yeah, we always talk. What you, would you call it? Open to mask. Open to mask. Yeah, that's gen- I've never referred to it that way. But yes, P- Pokes and I have, which I will now call the open to mask rule, which is <laughs> yeah. from the beginning of the movie to the to 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 the point in which the character is fully in costume or at least doing something of their character. If they yeah. are called 
I think this is coming from a different podcast, but if they're called Tuba Man, they need to be playing a tuba by minute 30. <laughs> so so that is the rule that we've established, and some movies nail it, some movies I think blow this, it. I some think this bad movie starts with him already being Jonah Hex, just, just <laughs> yeah, in the south. Yeah. He never is not Jonah Hex. He starts <laughs> shooting some random person. You're like, I got the gist of this. Jesus Christ. Um, so... I got a quick question about uh, when Ma- Michael Fassbender uh, has his second fight where he is killed. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. Why does the fire punch do more damage than regular punch pokes? Why does the fire punch or Chris? not actually scar his face at all? It just feels like all you've done is destroy your own hand. Yeah, I thought because he he had a pretty cool line there where he was like he yes. was like he was talking about how ugly his face is and he was like uh, like I can't remember what it says you tried on for size he, says, he okay, said what's it like, like to live having, with that face. Yeah, he's like, hey, well, how, how about you find out? And he reaches over with his hand that's been kind of smashed on a lantern, so it's got yeah. kind of ga- gasoline or whatever, lantern yeah. oil over it. And he reaches over to an open flame. His hand catches fire, which, by the way, they clearly have to, like, dummy something on his hand to, like, put that on fire. So his yeah. hand is, like, four times. Oh, yeah, it looks like he's hand. just been stung by a bee. And he, <laughs> and he reaches over, and it catches fire, and then I thought he was going to press this now burning hand against which his face. Which would have been the cooler way to do it. But he closes his fist and he punches him. But it seems to like send him flying as if his rocket punch has sent Michael Fassbender away. And I'm like, that does and make then Michael sense. Michael Fassbender looks dazed, but I'm like, faster. He looks I so dazed, like he's, he's just so like confused. he's like just a puppet ready to. And then he gets Indiana Jones right into a propeller, into just the, the back slowest, of his head, biggest dullest looking propeller i've ever seen in my entire yeah, life it hasn't even started yet yeah also i don't know why it's starting because they're it's, it's uh, on dry, dry dock. dock yeah, yeah. <laughs> so when they push the boat in it's just gonna destroy the thing that's holding the boat in place also yeah, like i feel like if that hit him his body would have just like flown out of his hands and it would i mean like that thing's yeah. gi- it's like a little fan or something i mean it's like a giant the screw on a boat is like three times the size of a human yeah yeah I I couldn't I, I I was like I don't understand how he how he killed him there at all and like they show his body and you're like I don't see any wounds and it just cut off the back does, of his head he like oh. super kills him right is that what he does he, he brings him, him back and lets him, him burn to death he says when he says it during that fucking forever long <laughs> like thing with the dead guy explaining how his powers work dirt like dead uh, he was. Yeah, dirt, dead like dirt. And dirt also, like dead. Yeah, dirt like dead. dead I like ain't dirt. no lawman. Yeah, I ain't no lawman, lawman, uh, or layman. I ain't, I ain't no, no lemon. I ain't no lemon. <laughs> he's like, can you, man, this really hurts. Uh, but he's like, something about hellhounds, but also the other thing that, like, you burn too. So, yeah. did they even show the hellhound thing? After no, you, no, you hear, you hear barking. You hear barking <laughs> in the background. I say shit, and I'm like, I just did a joke, but I didn't do yeah, a, like a joke. joke. That's real. That's from you just hear barking. That's something that, that adults wrote and yeah. paid money for. Uh, well, not Sorry, many. Go ahead. Not many. Yeah, <laughs> judging by the box office, <laughs> very fair. few people. Yeah. Fair, 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 fair. Uh, how many people do you think were in this movie opening night, and they were the only people there? Uh, you mean you, out of, besides? It had like, like twelve. I don't. I, I bet you. Right. I bet you a lot of people saw it opening night, and that's where like the bulk of its money came from. You're gonna have some hex heads. Those are well. I mean, like, if, yeah. if, if I just said to you, "Hey, man, it's Instagram DC fanboys," there's, there's a Josh bros. Brolin, Those are bro- Josh Jonah Brolin Hex fans. Movie. Yeah, oh, yeah like yeah. he's gonna play an old West cowboy out for revenge. Like that sounds like a good movie. And if you know, like, roughly the story of Jonah Hex, and you were like, "Josh Brolin's in a Jonah Hex movie," I'd be like, "Ooh, that sounds." Because I remember when this movie came out, I was like, "That wouldn't be that bad." Like, I could see him playing, uh, you know, like a 
yeah. dispossessed soldier who's like out as a bounty hunter and is looking for revenge. I'm like, that could be a great movie. And he even yeah. said he wanted to do yeah. it like um, High Plains Drifter. That's the mo- that's the kind of movie he wanted to make, and they made this instead. But he was like, that's what they should have made was a, a like a High Plains <laughs> Drifter esque sort of like you know you go into I'm a town, you're the you know the ghost of the man or whatever. I don't know if you guys have ever seen that, um, but. Uh, that would have been great. And like he said, you could have made that movie for $5 million. And then if you had made $10 million, that would have been a profit. Instead, you made a $50 million movie that made $10 million. So not the best. I even think it made that, did it? It made a, it made $10.5 million. Oh, like, worldwide? I, yeah, I imagine worldwide. No, I think that was just a... Maybe it was worldwide. I know it's weekend box office was like $5 million or something across the U.S., and then oh, it did really, boy. really poorly in the in Europe. Well, it did so, so poorly in the United States. They actually halved the amount of foreign countries they released the film in, which I can only imagine oh. this movie would not work in a foreign market. I mean, like it's such an American movie. Yeah, you know what I mean. There's like nothing in it for anybody else to get in on. About uh, that's based on like civil, like at least an understanding of what the Civil War is. Yeah, and like just the time period. It's you know so much of like sort of an American tale. And uh, <laughs> yes, yeah, it's basically Fifeo goes west with a scar. Hex goes west. It's me, Josh Brolin. I'm in Fifeo goes west coming out this summer. <laughs> oh, oh my god! I would totally see that movie. Please, whoever's listening to this, please, please make a trailer. Fifeo goes west and make it Jonah Hex. Yeah, just cut it you in know? with Jonah Hex lines. It's gonna be re- yeah. it's gonna be real easy because you can pick anything he says because you can't understand it. And, and, and Chris, if I told you that the that the, the the former director of Horton Hears a Who was doing one of two movies, one of them was Fifeo Goes West, and the other one was was a Jonah Hex. Which one sounds like the right answer? I think we know Jonah Hex. <laughs> it's Jonah Hex because that's the one he did. He nailed it. He nailed it. Horton nailed Hears it a too. bad film. He nailed it to a cross. It does, though, make sense why the film is so short, because that guy had directed a kid's movie. He's like, those only need to be 80 minutes. Yeah. Yeah. People are stupid, so they only need to watch like an hour and 20 minutes of whole anything. Other other things you said included, wait, wait, what does Southern accent mean? (laughs) (laughs) What's a wrap-up in a movie? Because I just need this to end right now. It, it like the boat blows up. He's like, "You want a job?" He's like, "Countries don't have sheriffs." Did you accept his job? No. Right off, and go say sorry to the son of the guy you just killed, who was going to try to murder. Never. I didn't understand that. He never says sorry. No. That's actually his motto: "Is Jonah Hex never says sorry." You remember when John Malkovich blows up Will Arnett? Oh yeah, that's which felt like a real waste of uh, one of the. I think there was only six of the Dragon Balls. So he used one there. That felt like a real waste. Yeah, it's kind of like uh, it's kind of like how in like the Star Wars universe they had to like they couldn't just kill Chewbacca. They had to like crash a whole like moon into his planet to like yeah, destroy yeah, him. just a yeah. real. It's kind of like Will, Will Arnett's so cool. Like he just can't shoot him. You know, he's got to like blow him up with like those Dragon Balls or also those things from the movie The Rock. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it, like, it really does double down on this whole like uh, like. I don't like either side thing. It's this is like, it's like man, uh, the, like, I don't know. They're just like man, those uh, con- or they not Confederates, the people. Uh, union? Like, I guess I don't know. Union or liberals? Are they supposed to be liberals? You know, I don't I, know. Do, do you mean like the like Turnbull's like little anarchist group there? Yeah, or? like they're supposed to be. Yeah, like, I don't know what they are. I think they're supposed to be like former. Uh, 
Well, yeah, I know that. Oh, yeah. but I don't know what their their mad like, was. Will Arnett is such a little wiener in this movie. Like he's just like I'm married to a person that doesn't want doesn't trust me, so I'm gonna I'm gonna get on one steamship with my trusty sidekick, and we're gonna put which a apparently in the doesn't even have guns because we didn't even bother to shoot at a gigantic boat. He tries to stop them with words. Also, the boat that, uh, what's-his-name has is basically like the fucking Titanic. And I was like, what year is this movie supposed to take place? Because I don't think they built boats like that that close to the Civil War. It's a mega weapon pose. Oh, it is. That whole thing. I read a a thing on IMDb that said Will Arnett was excited to take this role because he never gets cast in uh, serious roles. And I was like, oh, I thought he was supposed to be the comic relief. And I was like, oh, boy. He was not the comic relief. Well, but I mean, I thought his character was supposed to be a joke, not like serious. You know what I mean? It's not like they were like, he's the yeah. tough, grizzly, you know, it was like, he was supposed yeah, to be sort like of like put, the wiener that you laughed at. It's, yeah, it's like you put wiener. Will Ferrell on like the president's cabinet. You're not, even if you don't give him any jokes, oh, you're just putting him in there t- for like fun. Yeah, yeah. Like, no matter what, no matter what he says, you're still going to be like, <laughs> that guy's crazy. Are, are you picturing that script I shared with you, which is the remake of Air Force One, but it's got Will Ferrell in it? No, I, I definitely 100% want to see that. I just want to also it's called see Air this Force movie. Fun. Um, no! but... Oh, that's all I want now. That's a that's terrible name. Re- if it was a Will Ferrell movie, it would be, have to be called like Air Force One, The Tale of Ricky Bobby C- or something. It needs like a fucking John- subtitle. Uh, can John C. Riley be the terrorist in Air Force One? Yes, okay. yes he can. Good. Mm-hmm. Then I'm 100 percent on board. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I would, I would watch that 100. percent Or, or just the sequel in... to Air Force One, Air Force One Two. Air Force One. No. No. <laughs> Is that like Air Force One? Also, is that what you mean? <laughs> yeah. Like T O O. Yeah. Okay. Oh my god. I am deeply upset oh. by that joke. So, can we real quick just talk Podcast about, about the end of well, this I, movie I, where they're having their like fight on the inside of the workings of this like clockwork boat yeah it's a real like they do that all the time. all i can think of is there's there's like a really bad bond movie which is like you know about half of them uh Somebody's being where this, the yeah. <laughs> the villain is the guy who's like uh who's like engineering the news oh yeah one. yeah it's, it's set in uh, hong kong the world's and, not I enough remember. i think the world's, the world's not, not enough, enough. Yeah. yeah um and, and and he has like a stealth boat mm-hmm. which is like which is the totally lamest <laughs> the lamest thing um, and in it, they have like a like a fight scene, like in the inner workings of the stealth boat. And I'm like, yeah, this is a bad Bond movie. And now you're just making. And then it's also kind of like Wild Wild West, and it's bad. That's bad too. Yeah. And you just put them together and made this bad thing. It's like every other single action or adventure movie. Yeah, is a, when they have a, a bad guy, and the bad guy's thing isn't a laser beam that destroys the world. It's a weapon that they built that you can fight inside. Um, yeah, if they just made their I mean, weapons smaller, they'd probably all live. It's Metal also, Gear. It's Confederate Metal Gear. It's made extremely clear that the thing that caused the whole ship to blow up was that this orange igniter ball, which apparently is basically like a tiny nuclear yeah, it's, reaction yeah, like contained a glass in cannonball like a, or something. It, it, it is, yeah, it's a very fragile Don't know how the fuck thing. you could shoot it out of a cannon without it just exploding. Exceptionally good point. But also, it moves into the cannon along just sort of like... A, a, a loose conveyor belt. Yeah, like, it's just, just like, no sides to like the bucket it's in. I was like, that is yeah. not remotely safe. It just carries it like vertically very quickly all of a sudden in a machine that you hope doesn't have like a hiccup. Yeah, you hope it's not like choppy water or you're fucked. <laughs> yeah, yeah, one wave and your whole ship explodes. They could have they could have spent uh, they could have taken two minutes of him explaining how his ghost power works 
and given it to explaining how the glass ball works. There was no explanation, so they just wanted to gloss no, I, over it. The cotton gin. I want to know. I want to know how the balls work, The cotton folks. gin, that's your answer to every question. No. The thing that I loved about this end fight scene is it's not particularly good, but to make it extra confusing, it's cut in with this weird, like, ghost world fight scene that he's having where he's fighting yeah. Turnbull in, like, this, like blood red sand desert with like this open casket laying there and like and but what he's doing in the real world isn't mirroring what he's doing in the ghost world so like he's like he's like shooting him in the ghost world but in the real world he just pushes his head in between two gears well he remembers he that happens earlier too and i think like he kind of reacts to it or something when he's like riding the horse but i think he's just having a memory of the time that he thought he killed no no that's uh, supposed to be like he's having a dream of getting yeah he says i dream about getting revenge because as far as he knows turnbull died in a uh saloon fire and he never got his revenge that's what he says at the beginning of the movie he says you know i wanted my revenge but then he went and died in a like a hotel fire or something so he's like i didn't even get my revenge pokes did you watch this movie with subtitles or something? Like, how do you know all that? That was during the weird comic book art intro, and the whole time I was just like, this is not very good when you're... This is no. based on a company that it's produces Chris, comic books. Chris, remember that books. scene where Megan Fox was like, Megan Fox was like, Turnbull died in a, Turnbull died. In a, in a, in a hotel fire. <laughs> you, know, you know where her accent <laughs> okay. wanders You won't remember this. <laughs> yeah. Turnbull died in a hotel fire. But I'm yeah, basically, with a heart of gold regardless of like regardless of what they intended for that sequence it was basically that they filmed two boss fights and it said instead of i I almost feel like the original ending was them fighting in that like that weird desert planet (laughs) and then they're like we already filmed it just cut it in with the rest of the movie they're like but we changed the ending i want to see the script where it ends on mars yeah (laughs) yeah it becomes a fucking john carter why did Fassbender try to kill Hex and then have to die there? Why couldn't he have been killed by Megan Fox's character? Because he's the one that kidnaps her. That would be cool. Like she actually, and like I was like, also like when I realized that she was gonna have to fight somebody, I was like, holy shit! It's actually gonna be a movie where the female, uh, the female character doesn't fight the evil female character because there is no evil female character on this band. Instead, although John Malkovich's ha- hair could have been. Mm-hmm. No. In- <laughs> instead, they had a sequence in which in which Jonah Hex fought you know michael fassbender's character under a boat in which their entire army was above and does not hear them the whole time i'm like why is no one reacting they're screaming at each other they're throwing fire at each other did anyone hear like a cool a cool kill line about getting your face burnt and then i heard like a propeller hitting like a scalp did anyone hear that here was (laughs) here was also the weird thing about the megan fox they were all chanting like big boat or something they were like big boat big boat big boat big boat fire it up uh, uh, no the thing the weird thing about megan fox is when he she gets out of the the chains um they go oh, on like God, this killing I, spree I, and she's like I'm this sorry. badass like ninja and i'm like how yeah. did one dude beat you up then because he hits you once and you're unconscious like you just got hit by like mike tyson during a, i mean she's out and i'm like i don't understand she's been shown she as to John be nothing that, but competent that boat yeah she's She's only shown to be competent other than that one scene where she gets beat up by Michael Fassbender in, like, two seconds. It's so weird. Well, Hogs, as I think she said earlier about yeah. the boat, Tuscaloosa ain't raised no fool. Tuscaloosa ain't raised no, no fool. She said... She said... Tula Black's mama didn't raise no fool. 
which is a reference apparently to an actual character from Jonah Hex. Oh my god. What? Not at all what I thought she said. And then he just repeats, Tula. Tula. And then the scene ends, and I was like, what the fuck is happening? We had to go back on that one, too, for two reasons. One, because we we had to figure out what they were saying. We obviously should have turned on subtitles, because we we had such a hard time hearing this movie. And the second thing is that the scope on the gunboat... (laughs) Had a white or a uh, like a White House shaped reticle reticle on. on did it the, really? Uh, it yeah. did. Yeah, when they scope it in, it's got like the, the exact shape of like I think it's the Capitol building, maybe. Yeah, I think that's and where then, they were speaking. speaking. Yeah, and I'm like, did some like some poor guy was like etching that in the glass. He's like, wait, like the what? <laughs> <laughs> I, I mostly do circle and four lines. <laughs> you want to do what now? It's a special thing. It's that like, will make it and very we, hard to aim. We need uh, we, to know uh, when when the Capitol building fills this space that we're three thousand feet away, so we can fire. So he's like, so I need to go out and into the the middle of the Potomac, three thousand feet, get the exact measurement, then etch it yeah, in. But, this feels like the most what, complicated sight ever. Now. But what if you're at a weird angle? Yeah. What if you don't come straight on? If there's like a headwind? What if, what if the Capitol building security is too tight and you got to change buildings? All the footage they cut out of this movie is them trying to get the shot right for two hours. <laughs> they have to like turn around. Okay, guys, we got to turn around. Did you factor for windage? This. They go back to that guy and be like, what's the next target? Statue of Liberty. Fucking shit. <laughs> that yeah. thing's got so many points. Oh, it's got so many angles. They used it once <laughs> in a on land, I think. They were just far away when he was drinking like lemonade and absinthe or something. Oh, yeah. I, yeah, I don't like, know. Watching. That whole scene was awesome. Like Ben said, why that Wes Bentley guy was even in the movie. I mean, his character served zero purpose. It was just bizarre. I just wanted to think that that's what John Malkovich looks like on a given like Sunday afternoon. He's just sort of like oh, yeah. out drinking absinthe on his porch with a weird beard. With a, yeah, with a really <laughs> shitty wig and a fake prosthetic nose on for some reason. <laughs> and like people are bringing him food, and he's just like, oh, "Thank you." <laughs> uh, fuck, uh, Pokes. I, I think we talked about every scene in this movie. I, I, I we've talked for almost the same length that there is original non-repeating film in this movie. Wow. <laughs> Because they do go, they have this movie has a lot of flashbacks for an eighty-minute film. Yeah, it is. Cool. I was wondering. I was like, is it possible we would record a podcast that's longer than the movie? This is like, I think the one time it could happen. This is a shot, but it's not going to be because I'm furious just talking about it this long. Yeah. Well, I think that yeah. will wrap it up. I'm going to go ahead and just go out on a limb. Do you guys want to? I'm going to say no one's going to recommend it. Uh, Chris, would you recommend people see this? You know, it's been a while since you guys have had me watch a movie that mm-hmm. I absolutely would not recommend. Um, I mean, yeah, I do not recommend this movie at all. Listen to the uh, the music that Mastodon made for it, though. Listen to the soundtrack and also picture a minigun horse, and you've experienced all the oh, fun man. that we had. That's all. Yeah, this That's movie like, is, this movie is just joyless. It, there's not there's like no scene in it which like we made fun of it a lot, which is fun. But like watching it, I was just like, this is just not fun. That's 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 my new like comic book convention sketchbook thing. Is that I'm gonna have people sketch mini gun horse. Like, what does that mean to you? And then have them sketch that into my book. So I just have a book filled with mini gun horses. So if anything, that's what this movie's given me. What a gift! What a gift! Well, as always, uh, thanks for listening to not another origin story. Chris, do you have any uh, any plugs to share? I know you've got uh, your own podcast guest visits and adventures that you uh, participate in 
Oh, uh, I've been on this one a lot, but um, yeah, I've, I go to a lot. Uh, I always talk about them on my Twitter account, so mm-hmm. you can uh, go to at Chip Snackerson. And you were on a recent uh, Ketchup Kitchen catch-up? Yeah, right? I was on a episode. I've been doing episodes with Mike, uh, my roommate. Definitely uh, check the podcast yeah. out. That is yeah. my our, our good friend Mike, friend of the show. Uh, his podcast, I think he's mentioned it before, but if you've not heard of it, it is his uh, podcast where he typically gets a little bit drunk and uh, chats up with his friends and reviews a ketchup. And, uh, well, if you were to tune in now, you'd get... Um, Start at the beginning, I guess. A little different, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's, got, it's got a bit of an arc, uh, yeah. uh, which, is, which is pretty impressive. He lets it run wild. I actually just recorded an episode with his, for his other podcast, uh, B-Movie Mania, actually. Um, Another fantastic yeah, podcast. So yeah. that'll be out like in a month, I think. So, But, yeah, uh, follow me on Twitter uh, and, and if you're, if listen you're to my podcast to Chicago and you want to see some improv, uh, yeah, I'm on an improv team called Look Chicago Breakfast. Chicago um, Breakfast. You find us on Facebook and we got a show tonight. So <laughs> probably, uh, when is this aired? Uh, tomorrow. Next week? Okay. <laughs> tomorrow? <laughs> yeah. Okay. I got a show tomorrow night too at 11 p.m. <laughs> at Live at Loud Theater. There you go. If you're the sh- one Chicago person listening to this the day we post it, go see Chris. Uh, also check out his Facebook page because you can find other good dates to go see him. You can check out our Facebook page at naospod.com or facebook.com slash naospod that's also our thing for all social media which we don't really update because we're terrible at it shh don't guys Uh, I'll try to remember to post a link to this episode on our Facebook so that you guys can leave any comments or suggestions for movies otherwise come back next week to find out what film is up next I think Southern Accent Megan Fox is my first owner